1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: All right, uh, there's a new mock draft out. I mean, a lot of them are out right now. But Field Yates, who I've actually always thought of as one of the guys at ESPN with a super sharp opinion beyond just being a good reporter. Anyway, um, he has Chicago selecting Caleb Williams and then he has Washington selecting Jaden Daniels. So I, I wanted to bring this up because Denton and I talked yesterday about how, you know, we've been together on this. We have loved Jaden Daniels going back to the beginning of the season. We probably brought him up too much at times during the season, but. We both said, I mean, probably as early as late September, early October, there's no chance this guy who's being projected as a day two pick doesn't go in the first round. And then it was, there's no chance this guy isn't a top ten pick. And I think you and I both share the same point of view on this. There is a long way to go between now and Thursday, April 27th, or whatever it is, um, that first night of the draft. I believe that when all of the interviewing, all of the background checking, all of the due-diligencing is over, I think there's a chance Jaden Daniels goes number one. And that Washington could get Caleb Williams by staying right where they are. That a trade-up might be for Daniels, or the selection by Chicago might be for Jaden Daniels. Why do I think that? Well, because it just starts with the fact that, you know, at this point back in 2010, Cam Newton was not supposed to be the number one overall pick. You know, there was a lot of debate on Cam Newton. And remember, with everything that had happened at Auburn, you know, from his Juco move to Auburn, et cetera, um, there was a lot of question marks. We've seen this before. We've seen the guaranteed number one lock especially when there are a couple of players floating around that people really like that maybe you you could envision one or two teams falling in love with. I don't think it's over from that standpoint just because history tells you it's not over on who's number one overall. But number two is this. I just don't think, I think there's a difference between Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels. I think Caleb Williams is a more polished at this point Pocket passer. I think he's a more polished passer in general. But I think people will project Jaden Daniels to be that. And I think they'll also project Jaden Daniels to be much more than a one trick pony with respect to offenses. I think Jaden Daniels could fit in a lot of offenses. I talked about this with Jay Gruden um, last week. Jay Gruden said I could see him in a lot of different – he's in love with Jaden Daniels. I could see him in a lot of different offenses. Could see him in Kyle's offense. Could see him in an air raid. Could see him in a Greg Roman offense. Could see him in a lot of different offenses. I actually think a, a an offense built on – a run game, a run pass balance, the marriage of run and pass, with Daniels creating most of his runs as a scrambler. Not saying that you wouldn't have designed runs. Of course you would. And you'd have some options certainly in the playbook. But I, he's got such a big time arm. And he's so elusive. Can you see him with A running game coming off on what the Shanahans refer to as QB keepers. We like to refer to them as bootlegs. See him stretching and then pulling that ball back and coming back the other way on a bootleg as a run-pass threat. I think Daniels has still, I would not count him out from number one. You agree with me, right, Denton? I think you do. Yeah, yeah. I I think people are going to fall in love with him. I think they're going to fall in love with uh, the person as well he does not have some issues that have plagued other quarterbacks that he has been compared to that may or may not have been drafted number two in this market i don't think you have to you have to deal with the enlarged ego i think he's a down-to-earth dude and he comes from a good family so i think teams are going to fall in love with him yeah not that rg3 didn't come from a good family we're not saying that we just he he came from i had um I was thinking about this recently. Um, he came from a very supportive family, no doubt. I, 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 some, I was with my father. I don't know. It was like a year ago. We were playing golf, and some of his friends were with us. It was like a foursome. Two of his buddies, me, and my my dad, and somebody said, "So, what kind of dad was your dad?" And, and um, and and I said he was, you know, he's always very encouraging, very supportive. Um, and they said oh that's great and, and I said in some ways even overly supportive and my father just looked at me and he just said how is that even possible <laughs> you know and I'm like yeah good point um but uh but we're we're not knocking the overly supportive and encouraging of, no, no, no. of but uh, Jaden Daniel's dad parents. isn't going to do a I don't think he'll do a media run you know yeah. I think he'll be um, good about that but anyway uh Jaden Daniel's I, I I'm still in, I, I, we will we will have many people on between now and the draft to give us their perspectives, and I'm talking about people who really can do this for a living, break down tape. You know, I'm not talking about internet. You know, uh, people who have you know 38 followers who are breaking down tape. We're going to have some people on to really tell us the difference football wise. But what really will tell the tale on all of this is going to be all the stuff we don't get a shot at. Um, because we aren't in the meetings. We're not privy to the information that they will have. We're not privy to what the coaches are really saying about Drake May or Jaden Daniels or Caleb Williams. We're not privy to you know, a lot of the, the conversations that they'll have with people in their lives. But I, that's going to play a big part in who ends up going number one, play a big part in who ends up going number two. Uh, overall. And I think at this point, benefit of the doubt, Kevin has to stay in benefit of the doubt mode, even if they come to the conclusion that it's Drake May or, or, you know, they come to the conclusion it's not any of them and they're looking to trade back and potentially, you know, select one of the others down, you know, down the board, McCarthy or Penix Jr. or Bo Nix, because Adam Peters and Martin Mayhew. And the whole staff in the front office, along with Dan Quinn and Cliff Kingsbury, they're going to have a lot more information than us. It doesn't mean that there isn't going to be some passion, you know, if they trade up. I mean, I we saw the results of the poll that we put out yesterday. Most of you said hell no to a trade up for Caleb Williams. But I, if, they, if that's what they decide to do because there's a massive difference in their mind and in their evaluation between Caleb Williams and the other quarterbacks, and they think that they're getting the next Josh Allen, I don't even want to say the next Patrick Mahomes because that's crazy at this point. Um, I'm not going to have an issue with it. Count me in. Ben Standing next, Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and Team 980com
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.